0: Here we go. Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not on your own understanding. In all your ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your paths. And that is the word of God for the people of God today. Thanks be to God. And Kim, if you can just leave it up there until um, I ask you to move to the next slide, that would be great. Well, let's pray together as I begin. Oh, God, speak to me that I may hear and speak through me that we all may hear afresh and anew this your word for us today. And having heard it, Lord, in the week to come, make us doers of it and not hearers only. For it's in Jesus' name we ask, amen. Amen. Well, I love the uh, book of Proverbs, do you? Yeah, these are wisdom sayings. It's kind of an anomaly right there in the middle of the Old Testament where you find just such great and rich and long history about God's movement in the world and the Israelites and all of these great leaders of Moses and um, Joseph and others. There's this book of Proverbs. And really, it is a book of wisdom for living life. It's not particularly um, God-spoken quotes in a way that that it was experienced by Moses in the burning bush or the Israelites by bringing them down through uh, the tablets to the Israelites in the desert. Instead, these are words spoken through, most of them anyway, King Solomon of the king of Israel and written for the purpose of giving wisdom to his descendants. Chapter 1, listen to this, it defines what the purpose of Proverbs is. It opens uh, by, by saying the Proverbs of King Solomon, son of David, king of Israel, for the gaining of wisdom and instruction, for understanding words, for insight, For receiving instruction in prudent behavior and doing what is right and just and fair. For giving prudence to those who are simple and knowledge and discretion to the young. Let the wise listen and add their learning to it. And let the discerning gain guidance for understanding proverbs and parables, the sayings and riddles of the wise. And so this book of Proverbs is nothing more than pithy, wise sayings that are given to us to live out life and find God's purpose and meaning in it. And so today I want to pick apart this one for us to consider. Kim, if you can go back to the scripture, please. And the first part of the scripture that I want to talk about is God directing our path. What does it say? God shall direct your path as you acknowledge him. And we all need guidance. We all need direction in life because we easily can go off the map, can't we? We can of where we are supposed to go and how we are supposed to travel. It's easy to get off of the course that we're called to as God's people, as his children, as followers of Christ. Appalachian State won big yesterday, as they are known to do in football. They're ranked 24th in the nation, probably. At least that may be a little bit higher come tonight when they put out the new rankings. I loved my time at Appalachian State University, late 80s, and one of the things that I loved there was game day for football. Until, until... I had to take a job on campus to earn some quick cash one semester. I wanted to go on this mission trip in the summer and I didn't have anywhere near enough money. So my roommate talked me into being a traffic officer on campus for the university. I thought, how hard is that? And it paid decent wages for a student. Well, I soon learned that the reason it paid decent wages for students is because it meant being out at 6 a.m. in January and February in Boone, bundled up walking around ticketing cars that were parked in professor's parking places. And then most of all, worst of all in my opinion, was game day traffic. Football games were fun unless you had to be a traffic officer. And for some reason, somebody that was over me thought it would be a good idea to put me in charge of an intersection at the first football game I ever worked for in that role. And people were honking, and traffic was backed up, and people didn't know when to stop and to go, and I was trying to make it happen, and it just didn't work. And, and my boss said weekly, we don't need you to stand at any intersections for any more football games. I got to move cones instead for the rest of the semester. Well, it was not my gift to to direct traffic and to move cars in the the safe way that they should go because it took someone with some skill or some experience, at least instruction, for, for the ability to do that. And our proverb says today, that God guides our paths and directs us in the right ways, in the good ways that lead to life as we acknowledge and as we listen to him. Where is it that you find your wisdom for living, your daily ins and outs, your big decisions, even in the way that you deal with people? It's easy to get off track and not understand why some people get things they don't deserve and others get things that that, well, um, maybe they do deserve. The world is an unjust and an unsure place, and things happen in a way that I can't really understand or explain. And yet I know God's goodness and God's grace is sufficient, and that if I will follow that path, it will lead me to the ways that lead to my purpose in this world and to life. The proverb says... God will direct our paths. Another verse that I want to focus on for the rest of our time is acknowledging God. In all of your ways, acknowledge Him. Acknowledge Him. And that means recognizing God and lifting up our attention to Him first and foremost. Isn't that why we gather here on Sundays? Is to refocus ourselves, To think about, again, what's what's my... Week going to be like? Well, if God's in it, it's going to be good, no matter what may come or how difficult it may seem. Isn't there a great power in acknowledgement in this world? There is. Do you have people that acknowledge you? Or do you acknowledge people as you go through the week? I mean, there are some simple ways of doing that, right? Hold the door for somebody that's carrying a bunch of luggage or boxes or bags saying just good morning to somebody tipping your hat to them if you will all of these things to simply say I see you you matter to me you are important all of those are acknowledging things that we do to other people and they have great power in connecting us with one another don't they I wish the world that we lived in and especially in in our country today, that more people took the time to acknowledge one another, especially people that have differences from us or look different or live differently or folks that don't think the way that we do. Just simply acknowledge them and say, you know, I don't agree with you, but, but I see you. You're important. You matter. Imagine if we just did that more often. Imagine if you did it in the week to come. That power of acknowledgement would show a level of human love and respect that we very much are in a place of needing. So, what can you do in the week to come to acknowledge others is always important and a part of who we are as Christians. But our proverb is talking about acknowledging God today, and that's much more than just a tip of a hat, isn't it? I love the antics of professional sports players especially now that they've led back from NFL game days the celebration in the end zone gosh i think some of those players spend more time putting together their little routine of celebration than than they do in practicing the plays uh, to get them into the end zone but baseball players and i'm a huge baseball fan getting ready for the world series they hit the home runs and they they always point to heaven. They acknowledge God in that moment in a big stage, in a big way, and and that's nice and that's important, but it's a way that most of us don't ever have, the opportunity to acknowledge God. And besides, acknowledging God is much deeper than just a, a tip of the hat or a point to the sky, isn't it? It is. Webster's definition of acknowledgement is to recognize the the rights and the authority, or the status and power of something or someone. And so to acknowledge God means that we are supposed to recognize his power and authority over us. I mean, God is the one that created us, right? And the one that has redeemed us if we believe in the cross. And the one who sustains us if we know that his Holy Spirit is with us through and through. Now, Kim, that next slide, if you can put it up, points us in the direction of what it means to acknowledge God and others. And I want us to see this anew today. The Ten Commandments are in the white print, and you see 1 through 4 on the left and 5 through 10 on the right. I love to break it down this way because this is the way Jesus broke down these ten commandments. And the first four, those on the left, are about acknowledging God, putting God above all things and everything in our life. And Jesus, in Matthew 22, said you could sum up those four commandments with the greatest commandment, which was love the Lord your God with all your heart and soul and mind. Now on the right, speaking of acknowledging others, which you're called to do in the week to come as a follower of christ is ways in which we are to live with others out of respect and acknowledge their decency and their purpose and their meaning in our lives and jesus said you could sum up those with love your neighbor as yourself and so there's those two simple commandments in matthew's gospel where jesus says when he asks what are the greatest of all of these teachings of the Jewish faith, he said, I'll sum it up for you. In two, love God and love your neighbor as yourself. So acknowledge your neighbor and love them in the week to come. But let's talk about acknowledging God for a few more minutes today. My daughter is now a student at Appalachian State University. Did you know that? Yeah, she's not a ticket officer. I told her to phone home or text if she got that desperate for money and I would find some other way to help raise funds for her. She um, is enjoying it very much. I needed to go check on her a couple of weeks ago. She decided instead of coming home for spring break, fall break, sorry, that she was going to put together a backpacking trip for she and some of her friends. And they went. They had a great time. Grayson Highland State Park up in Virginia. Mount Rogers, I think it was. But she didn't come home for the weekend. She went and spent it with her friends instead. I miss her being around at home. When your kids leave, you tend to do that. And so I had a meeting in Statesville a couple of weeks ago in the morning, a minister's meeting. And following that, I thought, you know what? I'm going to take the afternoon and just drive from here to Boone and go see if I can take Elizabeth to dinner. And so I called her, and she said, yeah, that would work out fine. And I needed to get her car checked out, a couple of things for that, to make sure it was ready for the winter. And so I got to play the dad role and drive up and go get her car checked out and take her for some Mexican dinner. Yeah, nothing nothing establishes conversation like like a bowl of tortillas and some salsa, right? So I'm asking, and I'm seeing how she's doing, how she getting along with her new roommate in her apartment and the dog that her roommate has, and I'm asking her how uh, her classes are going, if she's studying, what her grades are going to be like, things that parents ask. I asked how her money was holding out, and she didn't bring up being a a traffic officer on campus, and so I felt like things were probably okay in that department. And she told me about her backpacking trip that she was planning and how excited she was about doing that. And then she told me about a paper that she had to write recently an assignment in her sociology class when she was supposed to write about two people, two heroes that she has seen making a big difference in the world. And so she tells me about the assignment, and I'm thinking, man, who is she going to decide to put down? Because there's a lot of heroes out there that young adults can follow these days, made very clear and numerous because of social media. And I had my ideas about who she would pick. But then she said, Dad, I picked one of those and wrote about you. Because I see you making the biggest difference in the world for the people that you deal with. Well, we went on to other things of conversation. She shared with me who the other person was, which I didn't even know who it was, the celebrity that she mentioned. But on the way back down the mountain from Boone that night, I was humbled as a dad. I was just really feeling quite unworthy of being the subject of her hero paper that she would write in college. And the tears just started to flow. Have you ever had a proud parent moment? Have you ever been humbled in a proud parent moment? It turned into, I'll tell you what, a time of worship for me in the car. Because in that, God spoke to me and said, Mark, That is how I feel when you acknowledge me. When you acknowledge my place in your life, when I am the center of your paper and of what it is that you want to share with the world, that's what it feels like for me. And I want you to know today that that's how God feels when you acknowledge Him. In a week to come, however, that's going to outplay itself, whatever opportunities you are given, God's acknowledgement of who you are and of what you have and of how you live is key in your faith and your relationship with God. God will be pleased and feel very, very loved if you do that, I promise, and it will put you in a place of great peace and great joy and in a place, on a path that continues to lead you on in the ways that lead to life. There is great power in acknowledgement. And the proverb sums that up for us, doesn't it, in acknowledging God? Jesus told us, love the Lord your God with all your heart and your soul and your mind. And we gather here today to do that. But we have opportunities to worship in that way and to place Him above all things for the week to come. Will we do that? Will we do it? All right, one more Boone story from Appalachian State University before I pray and we sing. And it is, Jenny and I went to Boone this past summer for a weekend, and we went there to go hiking because Grandfather Mountain is there. There's a lot of trails and things to to see. To get out of nature and enjoy the beauty in the summer of the cool breezes and the shade of, of the mountains. And right at the end of one day, as the sun was going down, I said, let's get in the car and go to Howard's Knob. Now, have any of you ever heard or been to Howard's Knob before? No. Yeah. I figured Lineberry had been. Yeah, Howard's Knob sits at way up above Boone. And it's really a short drive up. It's not like Grandfather Mountain or somewhere where you have to hike to get to and then the sun goes down and you're like, oh my goodness, it's dark. How are we going to get back? It doesn't strand you out in the middle of nature. But you can simply get in your car and drive up there in 10 minutes. And you are standing out looking over Boone and you're on literally the top of the world. And the view there is incredible and beautiful. And there's something about acknowledging the beauty of God that helps us to put things in perspective. Well, there's a beautiful picture that I posted on the church's Facebook page this week. A friend of mine, Claude Kaler, a Methodist minister at Lake Junalaska, his wife, Snap that on think Thursday night, and I saw other pictures that people from North Carolina had posted of in the mountains of the western skies the sun was going down, and they were all that beautiful or even better it was an incredible night for sunsets in North Carolina because of the cool weather I don't know because of the coming storm or the rains who knows, but wow what what an awesome image and what An incredible shot of beauty that reminds us that God is worthy of our acknowledgement. In all of our ways, we are called to acknowledge God. And in doing that, in doing that, we are given the path that leads to life. That's our proverb for today. I may preach on another proverb next week. But let's close this one out with prayer. If you would bow with me. God, front and center today, we place you upon the mantle of our hearts, upon the highest place uh, in our lives, above all things, greater than even the greatest people that we know. Lord, here and now we acknowledge you and we thank you for the gift of life that you've given to us and life that is worth living through your Son, Jesus Christ. We acknowledge your love for us through the cross. And we acknowledge life here and now and life that is everlasting through the empty tomb of Easter. Oh God, we worship you with all of our heart and our soul and our mind today. Help us in the week to come. Amen.